0: Good morning, Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWave. Oop, let me get this started here. I need to do that. I'm trying something new this morning. Pat Ziemer here with MagnaWave. Um, and I'm going to... Hold on. <laughs> All right, here we go. Starting... All right, good morning. Pat zemer here with MagnaWave Office Hours. We bring it to you every Tuesday morning at this time. We try to make most Tuesday mornings. Once in a while, we do run into some issues. But we're here to answer your questions, whatever they may be regarding MagnaWave PEMF, uh, PEMF devices, our training services, whatever it is that you might like to have uh, questions about with regard to MagnaWave and PEMF. Uh, today, we're trying something new, as also we're using an app called Chat. Uh, CastBox. We'll put a link into the conversation area of the Facebook page and so you can go to this link, follow it, download the CastBox app, and then you can listen and talk with me uh, on your phone instead of necessarily having to watch it on Facebook or YouTube, wherever we may be. So it's just an opportunity to have a third uh, application, uh, a way to uh, broadcast the program. And uh, participate with you and get the information uh, to you that you'd like to have with regard to MagnaWave and PEMF, pulsed electromagnetic field therapy. So um, that's where we are. I presume that we are broadcasting on the yes, it is broadcasting on Castbox. And uh, got to see the questions coming in here. Sheila, good morning. How are you, Katrina? Uh, Katina, that's working. That the, the uh, chat's working from Restream. Things are kind of interesting here. How this is. Uh Coming together. So if you have a question, just post it into the uh, cat into the uh, Facebook uh, chat area, and we'll get that, and I can uh, pursue it from there. Or you can load the uh, Castbox app and use your phone as you're walking around, traveling, doing whatever you're doing, and uh, listen that way, or call in uh, via Castbox and uh, and talk with us. You can also send us a text at 502-599-9722, and I will call you back. The neat thing about this cast box is there can be up to four or five different people calling and be on the conversation at the same time. We may get a test of that here in a little bit, but we're able to, to do that. So we could have a what the way I plan on using this is maybe have Dr. Marty call in and then be able to take questions uh, from our listeners and viewers uh, at that time and then have a conversation accordingly. So we're kind of excited about being able to expand our horizons and uh, be able to deal with um, more folks and answer the questions uh, that you're looking for. We did receive a question the other day from Robin talking about she was treating a horse that's owned by a veterinarian and so she treated the neck and the whole body of the horse and uh, after the treatment within a day or two after the treatment the horse developed some whelps or hives on the on its neck and the uh, doctor became very concerned that the uh, hives were caused by the heat Uh, put off from the device and the the question became can this uh, device cause heating of the tissue that would cause these whelps to occur and now they just occurred on the neck they didn't occur anywhere else as she did the top line or the hips or the shoulders or anything like that just in the area of the neck and so the doctor became was asking that question and the answer to that question is and again we've been doing this for almost 20 years at this point and heat has never been an issue heating of the tissue because the intermittent signal the signals fire in nanoseconds bursts of energy so it's not a continual signal like an mri that could cause something to heat up could heat the tissue in this case with nano bursts of energy you don't have that uh, capability of having a heat buildup that would fuse the tissue and cause this kind of kind of of action to develop. Typically when you see something like that, there's a pre-existing situation there already. Maybe the horse was having something coming on that was gonna come on and by utilizing the Magna wave it simply showed up a little earlier than maybe than it would, would typically uh, be the situation or there's something going on with the horse that with, uh, with, with what's happening, all of a sudden these show up. But again, if it was heating tissue and causing this to, to happen, it would happen throughout the body not just on the neck it would happen on the legs it would happen on the the top line or whatever so quite often there are other circumstances involved that people need to look at but certainly it's a place to start well we just treated this horse this is what, what we saw within a day or two after the treatment did your treatment uh, facilitate this uh, coming along and typically no it does not because it does not produce heat in that type of um, in that type of situation like that. And we have that when we're doing uh, rods and, and screws and things like that that have been implanted in the body. Knee replacements, hips, uh, that type of situation. If the devices... Caused heat, then it would be uncomfortable to use in those situations, and it is not. Uh, we always check, and we always want to be comfort- certain that the client uh, is comfortable receiving the energy uh, into their body and not feeling what they would think would be warmth or heat or anything um, like that. So. Uh, it has not been an issue over the years when someone has a metal implant uh, in their body to be able to receive this uh, soothing energy into the body to help relieve pain and promote wellness, uh, good oxygenation, and blood flow. <clears throat> so that's kind of the situation there with that question. It was a very good question, and I will certainly respond to her and get her that answer in a more of a typewritten form so they can uh, Uh, understand it and follow through with it. If you have any questions, uh, just simply uh, drop them into the chat box and I'd be happy to uh, have a look and answer them uh, for you. Uh, Let's see, uh, Hazel, thanks for being with us. Janet's with us. Uh, Nancy's with us this morning, so we're glad. Uh, One of you might want to go and uh, download the cast box. Uh, app and open it up and you'll see when you open it up uh, the live programs that are on and I think you can do it without even um, uh, si- you don't have to sign up for anything it's a free it's a free service that's available for you to listen the programs will also be there for replay if you wanted to uh, listen to it like a podcast in your car as you're driving somewhere so the cast box feature will be available Uh, for that also we're also going to create a cast box channel that will be private just for our practitioners to where we can have a, a talk show if you will or a conversation Uh, I plan on doing, um, we plan on doing conversations about marketing, where we can bring a guest on, discuss the marketing, answer your questions, uh, different ways to develop your business and build your business, conversations, again, with doctors and and, uh, practitioners in a more private area that you can go a little deeper with your questions that you may not go if you're uh, talking here with me today or seeing how this has gone. Rick has joined. Rick, thanks for being with us. Uh, this is a conversation about MagnaWave PEMF, Rick, and how it is utilized for health and wellness um, in, in the United States and countries around the world. Good morning, Maureen. Thank you for being here. Uh, coming along good. we got a question? Yeah, up there, uh, Katina did ask, uh, she's interested in info on our training program here at MagnaWave. Pardon me? She's interested in our training. Oh, our training program. The uh, certification program uh, that we have at MagnaWave, it is a um, a full-blown certification program. We have training for humans, small animals, and for large animals being horses and cattle so forth. Uh, And certainly people do treat show pigs. They treat all forms of animals. But the training is broken down into, again, human, small animal, and large animal. Uh, The training consists of videos and a series series of quizzes or tests that go along with each section of the training so a person can come in and just do the human aspect of the training and then or they could do all three Uh, portions of the training which again is video driven we certainly we have question-and-answer type of uh, situations within the training we do have uh, once someone receives our training uh, it the certification is good for two years so they're on the same page as everyone else in the conversations and at at that point uh, after two years they can uh, extend their certification with some additional training or continuing education uh, that's available and certainly uh, it, the situation becomes that you, you can use this, uh, this group that you're part of as far as the training. You go into the MagnaWave Certified Practitioners Group where you can go in and uh, ask those pe- people uh, what type of uh, questions you may have with regard to your practitioners and the services that you're providing. So we have a total complement of support and training uh, that you can utilize as part of uh, the MagnaWave uh, training and certification process. Great question. Uh, thank you for answering. Uh, any other questions out there at this point that you can see? It looks like everything is uh, kind of quiet. A Few people have uh, joined us on the uh, CastBox app. For those of you that are there, this is a program presented by MagnaWavePEMF.com for the uh, utilization of ask, answering questions from, from practitioners and people in general who want to know more about this type of Uh, health and wellness uh, aspect and how it is utilized for individual health and wellness pain relief uh, for folks that are experiencing that. Uh, Any other questions that you see there Chris this morning? Uh, Not yet. Okay, let me take a look here in the uh, practitioner. Uh, Let me go to the certified practitioner page and see if we've had some questions there that potentially I could have a look at. Has anyone successfully treated ulcers in a horse? uh, One person asks. Well, certainly by improving the blood oxygenation uh, in the body, that's beneficial for the ulcers and where the wounds are in the body to help that situation along. So you can help basically enhance the healing process uh, of ulcers. Basically, just to be a little more succinct with that, the device, as you know, helps the individual cells of the body uptake or take on more oxygen so they can be healthier to better do their job and good oxygenated cells as they move through the body fight inflammation help uh, situations heal more rapidly and uh, provide basically a well-being uh, to the body or a sense of well-being allowing the body to better heal itself so any indication that a person may have that can be Uh, Helped with good oxygenated blood and and improved blood flow our device can help support that healing process again, so the body can uh, Better heal itself in that type of situation Um, Another question was wondering if MagnaWave can help with really bad anxiety Uh, Recently asked if it would help even a few days after a treatment is over And the answer to that question is yes. Uh, Typically, uh, what happens and what we've learned over the years with this type of device or utilizing PEMF or MagnaWave PEMF that when you treat a full body, you have a sense of well-being. A person would say, gee, I feel relaxed or I have a good sense of well-being, uh, a feeling of that. An animal, you can tell they may not be as fidgety. They may be just more relaxed as they move uh, in there if it's small animal at home or a horse in their stall Uh, we often treat what we call the pole or the head uh, of the animal head and neck Uh, it's called the Oshiro principle where you start at the top of the head and move down the spine or down the back of a horse or an animal and it is very relaxing Uh, to the animals if you can relax them you can relieve some anxiety just with the sense of well-being an animal feels that just as much as a person will feel that type of feeling after receiving this type of treatment so uh, yes it can be very beneficial when dealing with anxiety depression Uh, we don't think of our animals as being depressed but they can be you know fearful and and just not not sure of what's going on or what's happening and so uh, that that can be that type of situation so we just like to make sure that everything is good from that perspective okay let's see now looks up having a microphone problem Everything's good. All right. So if you have any questions, just drop them into the chat box, and I'd be happy to uh, have a look at them. Uh, appreciate the folks that are with us this morning. Uh, being with us uh, each Tuesday is, is fun, and we enjoy answering uh, those questions for you. Those of you in CastBox who are with us that may be new uh, to hearing about what we're doing, if you got any questions, I'd be happy to answer yours as well. Okay. Let's see. Um Thank you for the large way. Let's see if we've got any other questions here that people may have asked. Uh, friend's daughter was bitten by a copperhead the other night. She spent the night in the hospital and received two doses of anti-venom. Her foot is pretty swollen. Is it safe to MagnaWave? She was thinking lower power with the semi. Time, and she would appreciate the advice or thoughts with that. Well, certainly once they've uh, administered the anti-venom, which will basically kill off the the uh, bad parts of the venom, if you will, uh, neutralize the p- potential poisoning, uh, you want to make sure that's done because we don't want to do anything to spread uh, the venom uh, through the system. This is a situation you would certainly ask the doctor, how long does it take the anti-venom to To neutralize and make it that the venom is not going to be dangerous to the to the patient or the client once that is is established if the doctor says it happens within 12 hours or it happens immediately as it circulates uh, through the blood then you would be safe to then pursue utilizing the MagnaWave to relieve the inflammation and to help heal the area where the bite occurred so that's the basic premise here ask the doctor make sure you get the clarification on the application of the anti-venom and then utilize the machine with air clearance certainly uh, once the uh, anti-venom has taken effect and then you can deal with the inflammation. The fact that the venom is there or the bite occurred that's where the inflammation comes from in the immediate area Of course again the anti-venom goes into that area also and uh, helps keep everything at bay but most certainly it could be beneficial for any type of inflammation in the body that you want to see taken care of our health we do have a question here any advice on treating radial nerve paralysis been working with the entire body front legs for two days with attention to the nerve we are very concerned about him foundering he's 27 okay so we're talking about a horse and uh, we're gonna we're talking about nerve paralysis and and basically the advice is to treat as often as possible to the area. Paralysis is a is a tricky thing. It depends how advanced, how long, how how much it's progressing. If it is progressing, uh, in the area of the, of the injury or the indication, and so. Um, Two days is is fine, but it's probably a situation that you're going to need to stay with as often as possible. What is that? Is that once a week? Is that uh, every day? Whatever the owner of the horse can allow you to do, and whatever's best, you can't hardly overdo it. So to go after and work on the area and to help take care of it, it is certainly beneficial uh, to the situation. The paralysis is tough because once it's there, it's very difficult to reverse but certainly treat as often and as much as possible to treat the whole body to get good blood flow throughout the body and then the area of concern certainly uh, and you want to do around the area of concern as well don't just do the one spot that you're dealing with maybe do up and down or around uh, the area that you were that you're dealing with Uh, let us know how it continues to go and that all things may work out for you uh, at that point Okay, uh, any other questions? Oh, here we go, another questions. How long do we need to wait before a, treating a torn, ruptured tendon on a horse? Well, this same thing would apply to a horse, a small animal, or a person. Uh, once it's... Once you sustain the injury in many of these situations, the more rapidly you can get to the injury, the better off you are. In the case of a tendon uh, like that or something like that, uh, it, it, if it's severed or it's torn and it's not going to, you know, be exacerbated by anything start treating we want to get the oxygen to the area we want good blood flow to the area so the body can again begin to better heal itself it's nothing like a bone where we try to wait 10 to 14 days so the healing process begins in the proper fashion and then we Uh, enhance the healing process with the application of MagnaWave PMF therapy to the area. When it comes to a a torn tendon or something like that, go as quickly as you can. I would treat as often as possible. Now again, sometimes you don't get the luxury of treating a person or a dog once a day or twice a day every day, but as often as you can will provide benefit to the body. And that was kind of the question that was asked a little earlier, how long with the anxiety, how long can can it last? In many cases, it can last 24 to 48 hours if you calm everything down, you relax the person, you relax the animal. Uh, things can be better same thing here if you treat this animal and you treat the area uh, where the tear is uh, and you treat the full body you've got the next 15 16 24 hours of good oxygenated blood moving through the body before it begins to deteriorate back to where it was uh, with for whatever reason that's toxicity environment a lot of things add to that type situation but Uh, it can it can last for a period of time so typically if you treat today uh, you still got very good effects and very good results being uh, accumulated for the next 24 even 48 hours in that type of treatment situation but uh, in that thing uh, I would in that type of situation I would begin treating immediately and I would treat as often as possible for that type of uh, issue that you're that you're dealing with great questions if you have any other questions just uh, put them in the chat box I'd be more than happy to uh, take a look at them uh, as you uh, present them up there let's see if there's anything else coming up here that I'm not seeing okay um, well we're working pretty good on the you've got 21 25 people on uh, the Facebook I don't know how we're doing on the YouTube but uh, we got some uh, folks on there as well and there are some people listening on the uh, cast box I don't know if they're just listening because they're new to the issue cast box is a type of saying uh, type of program where it shows all the people broadcasting live at any particular moment so someone can come in and listen to a show on health and wellness listen to a show just being general talk uh, on news uh, politics uh, health and wellness whatever it may be just many different topics of programs much like tuning through your regular uh, radio station dial uh, on your car or wherever you may wherever you may be let's see there's a question I've been working with a horse with anhydrosis for two or three days and have done whole body once and let's see once and twice just focused on the chest, neck girth back but haven't seen any sign of a sweat okay uh certainly there is a system uh to working with the anhydrosis and and how and when you want to apply that and basically you're going to treat the neck and chest of the horse and you're going to then move into a full body type of treatment again trying to get a good blood flow situation good oxygenation to the area and then hopefully helpful hopefully allowing the horse to develop more normal natural sweating patterns if, there is, if it's still not there, I would say, let's see, where are you, two or three days. It may take a little more than that, but i tell you what I would mm-hmm. suggest is that you call the office and talk with Erin and give her more specifics as to what you're dealing with here, and then she can give you more of a direct protocol potentially for the uh, animal that you're dealing with because there are a lot of variables, where you are, time of day. Uh, those types of things. Do you have good ventilation in the stall? Even though you may think, well, I don't need good ventilation because I want the horse to start sweating. When, you know, without ventilation, you s- there's a lot of different uh, factors that come into play there that you do want to address uh, as you approach. Uh, this type of situation. So, uh, anhydrosis is a tough one uh, when when horses don't sweat the way they're they're supposed to. Because sweating will help keep them cool, keep them comfortable uh, as as they're moving and going through their uh, operations that you want for the, want them to do and to uh, accomplish uh, on a day-to-day basis uh, with the horses. Okay. Um, Let's see, I've been working. I followed the protocol and used my semi-five on medium. I really want to see the horse sweat again. I wanted some input if you think they may need to change my approach. Thank you. You know, I would say you can maybe boost what you're doing as far as the setting. If uh, you're using it on the medium setting, if you want to go up to a higher setting on the uh, semi-five to get more deep penetration into the area. If you have the paddle, I would use the paddle on the neck and the chest area and the shoulders of the horse again to get a little more intensity a little more depth in down into the tissue that's what happens it goes all the way through but the setting determines the amount of energy that's transferred into the body so what I'm looking at here with your question is I as long as the horse is comfortable and you can go up to the uh, five setting or the four setting uh, on, the, on the device. Uh, I think you might uh, find or be the result that you're looking for. Also, you could utilize uh, the wave wings if you have the wings and come over the shoulders and the chest area also, so you're getting in, in the good area of the lungs, so you're getting that, that whole type of area approach good questions uh, hi Sandy uh, for uh, joining us Sandy said hello so um, there you go with that good question with the uh, anhydrosis if you have any other questions simply put them in the chat box on Facebook YouTube um, and uh, they'll come up here on my screen for me or if you're with us on Castbox, uh, that would be fine as well to uh, be able to talk back and forth if you would like uh, to do that Let's see, what is your experience with abscesses? I'm having trouble understanding their reactions to the MagnaWave. Emily, Emmy, uh, very good question. Our experience with abscesses is that basically, if you take abscesses in horses, is what they're talking about here, <clears throat> for those you who may, those of you who may be new to this uh, program today, uh, basically what happens is we wanna improve the circulation, we wanna improve the oxygen to the foot uh, of the animal to help move that abscess along so it pops, or are, are, comes out more rapidly. Uh, abscesses can be very troubling. They can last for days or longer periods of time, be very uncomfortable. Uh, horses can't stand properly, can cause additional problems because of how they're standing pressure that that puts on the other foot or the other leg, a lot of things can develop from that. So we want to try to clear that abscess as rapidly as possible. The basic protocol is to use the paddle with the box. You can put the hoof right on the box and paddle. You can raise up the hoof, you know, so the horse is standing on three legs, put the paddle on the bottom of the foot, or the butterfly loop on the bottom of the foot and turn the machine as high as the horse is comfortable or the horse will allow you to do. And that can mean that if you turn it pretty high, if you're holding that hoof up, for example, it could be moving. Uh, in your hand because of the energy going in causing the the foot and the leg to move a little bit on the box you won't see that because they're putting their pressure right on the box but turn it up if it's too much for them they won't stand on the box they will step off of the box if you're using that and and so but the the theory is to pull, apply as much energy to the area for eight to ten minutes let's say as possible now if you're using a semi uh, or the the semi-five or the semi-three machine you might want that process may be more of a fifteen to thirty minute treatment because you don't have as much power or intensity with the semi devices that you do have with the pulse pro or the uh, even you'd, you'd run the uh, sole a little longer also, but with the Pulse Pro or the Max devices or the Maya, uh, you can turn those devices up. They get much more energy coming out, and you only need the eight to ten minutes, uh, maybe twelve minutes on that area uh, to treat it. So the reactions are again: you're going to if you're holding the foot up, you're going to see movement as the as the device pulses. If you're on the on the pad. it it, you're not going to see that so much but the with the treatment typically we found that after just a few treatments many cases one or two treatments the um, the the Abscess can release, and then we can get about the healing process um, of the area. Uh, Richard says hello on Castbox. Hello, Richard. Um, and he asked, Are we there? Yes, I, we are here. This is the first time we've utilized the uh, Castbox app, Richard, so we may be a little new in what we're trying to figure out uh, to do here, but we are here. Oh, let's see no let's see Uh, I thought maybe I had my microphone off but obviously can you hear me Richard just uh, give me a thing there if you can can't hear anything I don't know why you can't hear um let me do a quick look here how about now can you hear me now Richard um if you can hear let's see just give me a high sign that you might be able to hear me it looks like I've got the microphone muted at this point you know what let me do this Turn off the hearing aids, and maybe it'll work better on Castbox. We're learning <laughs> every day. Uh, try this now. How's that? Uh, will that make any difference, Richard? Are you able to hear me now on the Castbox app? We're just learning. We're trying to make sure uh, we do it properly. Any other questions? Uh, let's see. Can MagnaWave? Oh, let's see. Any suggestion for treating a person with bad allergies and difficulty breathing? They already use a nebulizer but looking for other alternatives without having to go to shots and more meds Uh, okay certainly if you can improve the blood oxygenation uh, in the body then that can go some ways for help clearing up the sinuses and the head you could treat the head specifically if you have a lot of congestion in the head itself are we going to eliminate an allergy Uh, that's that's hard to say can we lessen the symptoms of the allergy allowing the body to better be in a position to deal with the allergy most certainly Uh, but specifically to say I've got this allergy I'm going to use this uh, what we want to do is utilize it to help the overall health of the body to be there so uh, things typically improve Um, but you know certainly what what happens if they're using a nebulizer to try to clear the 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 head and the lungs to freshen the lungs to treat the lungs to give them good again good oxygenation good blood flow in the lungs they may better receive the medication that's being applied with a nebulizer if there is medication sometimes we just nebulize nebulize to get just good flow through the lungs get it going but if they are applying a medication with the nebulizer what that does is it puts little droplets of the medication into the system that go to the lungs that can better penetrate the lungs well we've had this with people with COPD and different Uh, Lung conditions if you can keep everything flowing freely through the lungs and it will be more receptive to the medications or to whatever is being utilized with the nebulizer so again using this type of therapy in conjunction with the um, nebulizer or other things they're doing can enhance what they're doing that could keep them from needing more medication. For example, we at the MagnaCon, uh, we had speakers that were talking about Parkinson's disease and the amount of medication that is required when someone suffers from Parkinson's. And what we've experienced is people who utilize our therapy are able to go uh, longer, to use less medication and, and to hopefully, which causes issues on its own if you use a lot of medication uh, how it affects the body and what you're doing may not be a side effect that you want so it can be beneficial when you're dealing with uh, difficulty breathing and uh, allergies uh, that type of situation okay let's see we have another one Uh, I meant under skin Emmy was talking about oh abscesses oh she was talking about abscesses Uh, under skin not in the hoof same thing if you've got an abscess somewhere and you treat the area what you're doing is you're pulsing into the area where you have this module of pus whatever it may be there and you want to just massage it flow it get the body to help relieve it most certainly treat that area much like you would be talking about treating Uh, inflammation or something like that there have been cases and talk about growth on the skin or in the body uh, where you have a tumor type of thing we found and it's been shown that utilizing PEMF can reduce those situations can reduce the size of tumors making them more vulnerable to whatever medication may be applied to help kill the tumor or do whatever you want to do move it away take it away whatever the situation may be so uh to uh, now you won't see it if you got an abscess somewhere and you're going to treat it you're not going to see it react like i was talking about the abscess on the hoof of a horse but or even an animal or person so you want to treat the area and it's also good to treat the whole body so So the body receives to that area good oxygenated blood over the series of uh, several hours or over a period of time. Great question. Thank you, Emmy, for uh, bringing that up and clearing that up. Uh, Oh, oh. So we put uh, my group put some more information up there about MagnaWave PEMF and allergies and how it can be um, utilized. Any other questions? Just put them in the uh, chat box here. And again, we'd be happy to answer. Kyle. Kyle, did we get one? I don't see it. Um, Is it at the top? Can can Magnaway be used to improve results when flushing donor cows in terms of embryo averages? Oh, I see that. Okay, can Magnaway be used to improve results when flushing donor cows in terms of embryo averages? Well, we've done a lot of... uh, work over the years when you talk about reproductive situations and and that whole thing and we found uh, that there is some there are some good results again just kind of think this through a little bit if a good standardized body if the if the body's in a good position to do what it's supposed to do it can be very beneficial to those types of situations so to treat the the area of development and so forth can uh, certainly uh, be good and and something that you might want to look at. Now there's a whole point in time where we're talking about, you know, conception and and all of that you know when you would stop and when you would not uh, go forward. But uh, a good question, but it could be utilized to improve uh, results uh, when flushing donor cows. Uh, certainly something to look at. Discuss with your vet, develop a uh, protocol. You might wanna call the office and talk with Erin, and she can give you uh, some basis on that to, uh, to help you down that road a little further with that type of questions. Uh, let's see, good morning uh, from Germany. That's cool. Do you have devices, the CE sticker, by now? Uh, greetings. Um, do our devices have the CE sticker? Um, you know, I've been out of the office for the last week because of a uh, death in the family, and so I had not had a chance to uh, further talk with our folks in uh In California but the uh, what they had done just so you understand uh, we have CE approval our factory uh, our devices have passed all the criteria with regard to US safety testing with regard to the factory uh, certification in the factory passing the inspections necessary to be a facility that can manufacture CE approved devices we've passed all of that Um, we were just waiting for the results from the company that inspected the factory to make sure that the factory was up to the standards that they want for ce approvals and what happened was that company that inspected our factory and several other factories submitted the wrong type of form to the CE regulatory boards and they were all kicked back, and it was several of them. And uh, The last I spoke with the factory, which would have been a week ago, Friday or Thursday, uh, the company that did the inspections had cleared up their reporting and had resubmitted new reports on all of the companies that they inspected to the CE regulatory boards and uh, hope we're looking for and waiting for the response uh, from that at this, uh, at this time. When that happens, if you have a device that is CE approved, we will be able to, at that time, send you the sticker to apply to the device as any new devices that go out will have the stickers already affixed from the factory. But if someone has a device that is part of our CE approval, which would be the Maya device, the Semi machine, uh, the, the Vesta Duo is not yet uh, through safety testing, but it will be applied as well once it completes its safety testing. Uh, so it would be the Maya and the Semi devices that would be uh, CE cleared um, at this point once we get the final letter back from the uh, factory inspection. And again, that process should be uh, very close to being achieved at this point. To that end, to bring us up to speed a little bit on the FDA processes, we have applied for and completed everything for five different areas of 510k uh, predicate approval for the devices, and that can take place very quickly. Plus, we have our three studies that are taking place now at the University of Miami, Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit, and the uh, Palm Beach um va clinic in the los angeles area dealing with various indications so we can get more specific as we apply for other approvals <clears throat> from the uh, fda at that point so that's an update uh, on both of those uh, very good question uh john do you know what we can say with ce or will that come after Well, that's a good question. Uh, As a practitioner in the United States, let's say uh, you can still talk about, you'll be able to talk, John, specifically that it is a medical CE approved device. Uh, and what you can talk about from the healing capabilities or how a doctor would talk about it differently than an than individual would talk about it probably is the same in Europe as it is here in the United States. So a practitioner who is not a doctor would approach it from the standpoint of its capabilities to promote healing. Uh, it has been known to help with these particular areas and it is approved as a medical device. You kind of marry all of that together. Uh, In the US as an individual uh, if a device is approved for a specific area um, of treatment you can say that this device is used for depression or this device is used for glioblastoma brain tumors and our device is similar to that and so that's how it how it goes on. It never hurts to err on the side of caution when you're dis- describing things and, and talking about things. What you can't do, no matter where you are, uh, if you're not a doctor is you can't diagnose and you don't want to diagnose. So you want to always be very careful in what you say with regard to uh, talking about a diagnosis. What something is said to help and how it can help are always pretty safe and, and how you can how you can approach something. The difference is when you have something, what people, it, over the years, and I've worked with since 2002 with many different devices and many different things. And so, people, when they say, Well, is it FDA approved? They're asking that question to just to make sure that it's safe and that it has, there are some background to it, that there is some study to it, that there is some science to what's going on. A lot of times, people ask that question because they, that, that's a way of saying, I don't know. Is it FDA cleared? Well, you know we're working on it. Well, when it's FDA cleared, talk to me. In the meantime, let me have my back pain, <laughs> or what, or whatever it may be, uh, dealing with that type of, of situation. So. Uh, erring on the side of caution will always be a good situation but what people are going to want to know in Europe is CE medical uh, type of device that is cleared for human use and and that's where that's our interest is to have a device that can be uh, up until over the years, if we wanted to have a device go to Europe or Canada or wherever it may go, it would go as a veterinary device because the typical uh, needs and rules for veterinary use are different than that for human. And so a lot of times we couldn't sell devices for human use because we did not have everything in place. CE, safety tests, all that takes time, costs a lot of money to put all of that in place. I will tell you that MagnaWave, our sister manufacturer and sister companies that we deal with around the country that are in our, in our little consortium if you will, are some of the only companies that have done safety testing that are working to get FDA clearance for specific areas and are working to have CE approval in the, in the European or, or other countries that recognize the CE designation as opposed to the uh, FDA or whatever situation it may be. So I hope that's a little clearer. And again, today's my first day back for about almost two weeks because of this illness and and uh, situation in the family so i will get back on that uh today as we move forward and have more information for you uh as we go forward so great questions thank you um can we work with people good question with a magnet implanted this does not pull a magnet So in other words, if you had a metal piece of metal on the table and you use this coil, it's not going to pick that piece of metal up and and attach it to the coil. It's not going to do... Uh, anything like that. So can you use it around magnets? Yes, there is no adverse uh, situation to that. Now, what is the magnet for? What's it implanted for? Is it part of a device uh, that's implanted, a a pacemaker or something like that? I don't really know that. Perhaps, Hazel, you could give me a little more uh, information as to why the magnet is there and what it's there for, what it's doing, and certainly asking the doctor what, what that may be would be something that you would want to pursue but it's not going to pull it people used to ask the question I've got a metal implant you're gonna put this in is it gonna unscrew the screw or is it gonna loosen the rod no it doesn't do that it does not attract like a magnet all it's doing is putting a magnetic energy field into the body uh, at that point to help the area that you're dealing with so hazel I wouldn't see an issue but i'm not the doctor and i don't know exactly why it is there so i would pursue those questions uh, also but again it's not going to attract a magnet and cause it to be removed or changed. You've seen it in the television or in the movies where there's someone, they put somebody in an MRI chamber and they've got this piece of metal in their body and all of a sudden it tries to come out of the body because that's a different situation in an MRI, uh, what it does and how it approaches the body. So, uh, but this is not that. We're intermittent bursts of energy, nanosecond bursts of energy that puts this energy into the body, stimulates the area, allowing the area to be in a better situation to hopefully better Heal itself. Okay, let's see, there are a few sites here now selling these machines and making claims that I've been bitten once simply because I mentioned drug-free pain relief on my site. Mm, That's interesting Uh, to say drug-free pain relief. Need to think that one through a little bit. Uh, Yeah, and it could be the situation in England as to what you can can say. Um, Probably the association of drug-free and pain relief uh, to to say uh, drugless pain relief is different than drug free a little bit, uh, but to just I just talk pain relief. And, and if someone asks you that question, then you can take them on down that road as to to better answer that question <clears throat> because you don't want to uh, put something in print. And I'll tell you we've been very cautious over the years, uh, when we talk about things that we don't want to make to claim something as fact. And so there were times when people would ask me questions, why don't you put this in writing on the website? Well, if I write it down on the website and I fully describe what we're trying to do and to bring to the table in a non-diagnostic manner, someone could still look at that and say, wow, you're going pretty deep into this. I, I think you're talking about healing something. And we're not doing that. We don't talk about healing anything. We simply talk about producing a situation in the body to allow the body be in a better position to uh, do its job and, and heal itself so it's uh, if there's a question on the words don't use them use something else let someone answer you ask you a question and then you can answer it uh, in a one-on-one environment uh, much easier and, and, a, and a more friendly uh, type of situation uh good john you're welcome uh just completed certification process and how eager to start my magnet wave is good deborah thanks for uh, joining us thanks for uh writing and let us know um, what's going on and and what you're doing magnet to adjust okay hey so hazel lets me know the magnet is there to adjust the flow or flow of a stent so the question becomes there was this programmed is this stent uh, computer program, computer monitored that the the magnet is there as part of that situation, and and so you have and and I will tell you that there have been times when there have been stents to where I've never heard of a magnet, but to where they are programmed, and we don't want to do anything to alter that program and change the action of the f- blood flowing through that stent in the body. So this is really a question uh, for the doc as to. Um, why the magnet's there can we it you know because it it, it it could be a problem if someone and people have had this happen they go somewhere and they do something and all not with us necessarily but they go and all of a sudden this stint that they have becomes deprogrammed and now they got to go in and, and have a whole process uh, administered Uh, That's probably not comfortable or or really not easy or or time-consuming whatever the situation may be that we don't want to have happen So that's the question when you said magnetic operation of a stent How's it powered what's causing the magnetic to do it the magnet to do its job? We don't want to do anything the reason to put this, that we don't want to do anything that would change the power source, that would alter the programming that that this magnet is being used for, and that's the situation when you talk about uh, defibrillators or pacemakers. Uh, We don't want, well what would happen typically, it wouldn't set a pacemaker off or a defibrillator off, but it could cause the battery, just by virtue of the magnetic field, to weaken more rapidly than it's supposed to. And so that's why we don't treat around uh, pacemakers and defibrillators for that particular purpose. Now, new pacemakers that are made, there have been many doctors because of the way they're made uh, with two poles or how the the power is delivered, uh, we've been told that if someone has a pacemaker you can treat as long as you're a foot away uh... from the pacemaker which would mean if the pacemakers here uh... could you treat my low back could you treat my hips could you treat my uh... knees and feet most certainly so you can approach it then can you treat my shoulder probably not because the pacemakers right here my shoulders here and, and so there are a lot of different situations that come in there however that's also a conversation for the doctor if they realize that the pacemaker itself will not be disturbed by various application it could also be the power uh, that you're administering to the area that maybe you could still treat someone's back of their head for a headache or for discomfort or for anxiety or depression at a very low setting and not interfere with with the device uh, as you go forward so that's what that's what I would do and Hazel you, you do need to just figure out um, what the uh, situation is uh, as far as what's powering the flow um, of that stent. Uh, there are some people that have joined us uh, on the uh, CastBox app. And again, if someone would like to, uh, part of our group, uh, uh, click the link, go to the CastBox app, uh, load it up, and uh, come join us. That would be, uh, that would be great because we'd love to uh, talk with you. Um, on the app today's the first time we've used it and we do want to just kind of learn with it and see how to uh, Proceed with that time is about up if you have any additional questions, uh, please put them up at this point and I'd be happy to uh, um, To to answer those questions. Here's a question that is on the uh, group uh, Facebook uh, Practitioner group do these machines only go for a certain amount of hours. I see people that are selling them use selling them used mentioning how many hours they have on them No, that the, the they're not limited to a number of hours uh, there are now I, I have seen devices to where there there is a device that we looked at a couple of weeks ago someone brought to our attention that you would take this little pod, if you will, and you'd attach it, you'd put this thing on your shoulder, you'd attach the pod to it, and you'd use it for 24 hours or 48 hours. Once that's depleted, you'd throw it away and put a new one on, which can become quite costly. Those little pods ran anywhere from 35 to 85 bucks per pod, and so that could really uh, mount up cost-wise. But with our devices, they're not, there's no certain amount of clicks, no certain amount of hours, or anything that are on them. People talk about the number of hours just letting you know how much the device was used. And and so if it's got 500 hours on it, and it's five years old, it's been used 100 hours a year, which is not bad at all. Uh, if it had five years old and had 5000 hours on it does that mean that it can't that it's not working properly no does that mean that it can't operate for another five years no it just means that it's got that many hours on it that would say that it's been in and out up and down used a lot might it need to be refurbished uh, more rapidly yes Uh, But so people talk about hours in terms of how long and how much their machine has been used much like boats You go look at a boat. How many hours are on the boat? Has it been in the water running? Well, it's been in so many hours and the boats this you know It's kind of like mileage on a car boats don't have mileage so they have hours And, And so how many miles are on the car how many hours are on the boat same thing on our devices? How many hours? or on the device. They're simply doing that to give you a better indication of how much it's been used over the period of time that the machine has been in place. Uh, I would say that it's not unusual uh, for a machine. There are people that put thousands of hours on a machine in a year. There are people that will put several hundred hours on a device in a year. And uh, typically, depending how you're using it, there is a point where the machine needs to be maybe uh, recalibrated or brought uh, all the parts into the best operating position, and that can be anywhere from 500 to 800 to 1,000 hours, which is a lot of use when you talk about the uh, number of treatments. Uh, that are applied if a treatment was a uh, 20 minute treatment if you will uh, a thousand hours can be 3,000 treatments. so that's a lot of treatments when you figure you can only treat 10 horses in a day or you know or 10 people in a day whatever it is so that's a lot of treatment and a lot of time I hope that answers uh, the question uh, with regard to the uh, to the utilizing the hours on the machine. Any other questions, uh simply put them in there. We'd be happy to uh, answer them. Let's see um re- resp- res-, res I have to look up reserpine Uh, He got the med today, was planning uh, MW tomorrow. Typically with most medications that are administered, what we like to do, if they're going to administer a medication today, we want it to become metabolized. So wait till tomorrow is a a good situation in that case. It's metabolized, it's where they want it to be, it's doing what it's gonna do. Can you enhance what's going on with good blood flow and good blood oxygenation? Most certainly. And so that's the way to approach that. Would I uh, administer a medication now and treat it in 15 minutes? No, I'd again let the medication be established into the body. And that's the same uh, for people as well and, and small animals. Let things become assimilated in the body, then you simply treat the body to enhance uh, what can happen uh, with those types of, of healing processes and the situation. Um, So hope that answers that question. Elaine just came into the room. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, any other questions that you may have, simply uh, put them in the, in the uh, cast box. I'd be happy to do that. Or into YouTube or Facebook, and I'd be happy to answer those questions. We are pretty much uh, out of time for today. Uh, there have been some very good questions. I appreciate you uh, watching or listening, whatever the case uh, may be. And we... Uh, Appreciate being here again. We'll be back next week to uh, address whatever questions that you may have to uh, to help you with your uh, MagnaWave business, with your utilization for your own health and well-being. So, and Pat Zemer from MagnaWave, I appreciate you being here. I look forward to uh, have a great Magna Wellness Week ahead for you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a great day.